You're listening to Homebound for Adventure, helping O&M students stay connected and engaged while quarantined. My name is Tracy, and I'm your host. Well, Heidi Ho, and hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode 10 of Homebound for Adventure, where in every episode we explore how to develop and maintain exciting O&M skills, even when you're stuck at home. And that's the last time you'll hear me say welcome back. Because, as you know, friends, today is our last episode. And hey, let's make it a good one, okay? I'm ready if you are. Let's go. First off, according to tradition, we must say hello to our new listeners. And there are lots of them. Hey, hey to Javi in Vancouver, Courtney in Hawkinson, and Jeff up in Kirkland, Washington. Hello to Sally over on the East Coast in Virginia. And what do you know? We have our first three new listeners from outside of the United States. Yes, we have finally crossed the border. Welcome Javier, Brooklyn, and Ariana from Saskatchewan, Canada. It is so, so, so good to know you have found a home here with us. Thanks for reaching out. Hey, I think it's time I check my phone for some voicemails. Hey, Miss Tracy, here is my turn to tell. I am having a wonderful day, and I hope you get this message. Hi, Tracy. My name's Lauren. I have a tend to tell. I love your podcast. Hi, this is Nicholas, and I have my tend to tell today. I can't see the stars, but I sure can reach for them. There's a purpose in life for you. You just have to find it. Hi, this is Allison. I have my tend to tell. I hope everyone has a good summer. Wow, what a great way to finish off our very last 10 to tell. Thank you everyone who left those fun, creative, and kind messages. I sure have a smile on my face after listening to those. What about you? And I loved what Allison said. She wanted to wish you and me a good summer. Are any of you on summer break yet? Do you have any fun plans for this summer? Hanging out with friends? Maybe going to the beach? Or maybe you like to shop. Do you have a favorite store or restaurant in your town? It's so nice to know that things are finally getting back to normal and we can all leave our houses more often and do the things that we enjoy. And speaking of, do you know what I did recently? Well, remember how last week I kept talking about my favorite pizza place in town? After last week's episode, I was getting so hungry for some good food. The pizza place I wanted to go to, however, was closed. So I decided to try out my second favorite place in town, a Thai restaurant. Mm. Do you like Thai food? Yummy. I sure do. And lucky for me, it was open on the day that I wanted to go. And before I continue on with my ramblings, I think it's time to tell you the topic of today's final episode. So... Get ready, because today we'll be discussing purchasing skills. 
Purchasing skills. Wow, what a fun topic this will be. And when I talk about purchasing skills, I'm talking about the skills required to buy something. For example, what if you needed to buy a new shirt? How would you go about doing that? Or what if you needed a new couch or a new phone or a new haircut? Have you ever purchased anything before by yourself or with a friend or a family member? If so, what did you buy? Were you in a store when you made the purchase? If so, what kind of store were you in? Mm. Well, whether or not you've bought something on your own, today will be your chance to listen and learn. Yes. So come along with me and I'll show you how to make a purchase as I buy myself some dinner. Experience firsthand why good purchasing skills are so important, especially for O&M students. Hi, thank you for calling John Trump Vancouver Target. This is Malcolm. What can we help you? Hi, I'd like to get some food to go, please. Definitely. And the name? Tracy. Perfect. Okay. And the telephone number? 360-852-1810. Beautiful. What can we do for you, Ms. Tracy? Um, what kind of curry do you have? So we, 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 have a, we have a bunch. There's seven different curries. Um, we have a green curry, a red curry, a yellow curry, a Penang curry. Okay. Um, which has a coconut cream and kefir lime leaf. Okay. I think, I think I'll just get the green curry. Gotcha. And then the choice of protein? Um, tofu, please. Awesome. Okay, and then anything else? Do you take cash? Yes, ma'am. Okay, perfect. And how much All is right. it? And then I'm going to bring you to 1301. Okay, and what's your address again? So the address is 213 West 11th Street, Vancouver, Washington. Okay, thank you. That's all. Awesome, you got it. Wow, he sure was nice. And oh yum, I can't wait for that green curry. So that was the phone call I made to my favorite Thai restaurant in town. I was craving some good Thai food that I could pick up from the restaurant and eat at home. Were you listening to the conversation? Did you catch all the questions that I had? If not, let's review. After telling the man that I wanted to place an order for food, I first asked him about the type of curries that were available for purchase. So, anytime you find yourself at a store or at a restaurant and you aren't able to read the printed signs or menus to know what is for sale, what do you need to do? Speak up. Speak up. Ask someone around you what items are for sale. Tell them that you are visually impaired so that they understand why you are asking. Now, in my case, even though I'm not visually impaired, I still wasn't quite sure what was on the menu, since I was calling the restaurant from my house. Since I didn't have a menu to read, it was my responsibility to speak up and ask the right questions. When you speak up for yourself and ask someone for help, you are implementing good self-advocacy skills. Huh? Whoa, self-advocacy, what is that? Well, self, as you probably know, refers to yourself. Everything that makes you, you. Aww. And not your mom, 
not your dad or your grandparents or your friends. Self refers to you and no one else. And advocacy, well, that word basically means speaking up or saying something. Advocacy is spelled A-D-V-O-C-A-C-Y. Those three letters in the middle of the word, V-O-C, is where the English word for voice comes from. And what better way to speak up or to say something than to use your voice? So, in review, self means yourself and advocacy means speaking up. So, self-advocacy simply means speaking up for yourself. Okay, so after I asked about the different types of curries on the menu, I picked what I wanted, green curry, and then I made sure I had enough money to pay for it. I had $20 in my pocket. The man on the phone said that my curry would cost $13.01. Is $13.01 less than $20? It is indeed. So that means I had enough money to pay. So in addition to asking what's on the menu, it's also your responsibility to ask how much something costs, if you don't know already. Once again, this is also an example of self-advocacy. And lastly on my phone call, I needed to know about the location of the restaurant. And that is why I asked for their address. Remember, having the address for a place gives you information about its exact location on a map. So, what I learned is that the Thai restaurant is located at 213 West 11th Street in Vancouver, Washington. Perfect. So now I know exactly where it's located and I can find the front door really easily. What if I was a visually impaired person though? What other questions would I need to ask? Well, for people who are visually impaired or blind, it might be helpful to ask about the different landmarks located outside the front door of the business, which would be helpful in confirming the location as well. For example, I could have asked the man, are there any unique things outside of the restaurant that will help me to identify it? And maybe he would have said, yes, there are some potted flowers and some potted trees. There is also a small bench to the left of the door and some bike racks to the right of the door as well as a few tables for outside seating. Wonderful! That is some good information for helping anyone who's visually impaired. Okay, so now that I've ordered the food, it's time to pick it up. So, here we go! So the address of the Thai restaurant is 213 West 11th Street. Because 213 is a small address number in Vancouver, that means their restaurant is located near downtown, or at least near a main road that goes into downtown. I park my car on West 13th Street and walk a few blocks south towards West 11th Street to find the restaurant. I have to cross a few intersections along the way, one that has a push button, but no APS, and I make sure to pay attention to the surges of cars on my parallel street. And I pass by a church along the way as well, because I hear this sound. And then I make it to the restaurant. And oh wow, the smell of those potted flowers outside the front door 
are permeating my nostrils long before I can even reach the front door. I walk in and I am greeted by the same man who took my order over the phone. Hello. Hi, I have a pickup. I reach into my pocket and pull out my $20. He gives me change. Perfect. And I give him back some money for a tip. Did you know that tipping is very important at restaurants? It's also important when you ride in an Uber too. When you tip someone with extra money, you are essentially telling them, thank you for your service. Afterwards, I walk out of the restaurant, I walk north back to my car, leaving the smell of those flowers behind me and listening for the sound of those church bells again. Well, it turns out the church bells are just a clue and not a landmark, so I don't hear them again. But I make it back to my car, and now it's time to go home and eat this tasty food. Thanks for coming along with me, and hopefully you learned a little bit more about self-advocacy and how to make a purchase. Okay, that's about it for today's lesson. Hey, Trivia Tiger, I think it's your turn now. That's right, once again, it's trivia time. Now, of course, we're not gonna be having any new questions this week, but we had lots of people calling, emailing, and texting in to answer those questions from last week. So, let's review and give credit to whom credit is due. Question one was, what is the color of a construction cone? Congratulations to Allison, Nicholas, Sophia, Charles, Nolan, Li Ling, Nate the Great, and Siorian for answering that one correctly. A construction cone is usually orange. Did you know that orange is the color that oftentimes represents construction? Hmm. When a building or a road is under construction or being worked on, there are usually orange signs and orange cones set out near the construction site. Whenever you see orange signs or orange cones, this usually means that the places you normally walk or the places you normally drive might be temporarily blocked off for safety reasons. Temporarily meaning just for a little bit until the construction project is over. Now, construction cones can be different colors, like sometimes you might find a yellow one or a green one, but usually and most often they are orange. Cool. Question two was, what is one thing you can do to increase your visibility at an intersection? Now, in case you don't know, the word visibility means the ability to be seen by someone else. So in this case, we are talking about the ability for drivers to see you when you're at an intersection. Nicholas, Nolan, Lauren, Sophia, and Li Ling said that a good way to increase your visibility at an intersection is to wear reflective or light-colored clothing or carry a flashlight with you if it's dark. Yes, great job everyone, good answers. But there are other correct answers too. Siorian, Nate the Great, and Charles all said that a good way to increase your visibility is to bring your cane with you and to make sure people see it by holding it out. 
or moving it from side to side, which is called flagging. Yes, wonderful job, everyone. These are good answers too. Any other ways you can be more visible to drivers of cars? How about making sure you are standing in a good spot while waiting to cross the street? Next time, before you cross the street, take a look around you and see if you can find any poles, trees, trash cans, or newspaper stands that might be blocking someone's view of you. Your goal before crossing the street should be that you are most visible to the cars in the lanes that are closest to you, whether those are the cars in your near parallel or your near perpendicular lanes. Congratulations, everyone, you did it. Nine complete rounds of trivia over and done with. How do you feel, accomplished? I sure hope so. Consider this the most exciting set of finals you have ever taken. And I wanna say a special thank you to the Trivia Tiger one last time. Thank you, Tiger, for all of your incredible help with this podcast. You have been a faithful and dedicated Tiger through and through, helping us out with your spectacular roar. Oh, is that what you sound like when you're not roaring? I should have known. What a gentle giant you are. I wish you all the best in whatever job you have lined up next. I have no doubt that you will go on to do great things. Go get them, Tiger. And feel free to ask me for a letter of recommendation anytime you need it. And as we start to wind down, let's not forget we still have something very important to reveal. That's right, it's the profound sound. Did this week's sound seem a little bit too easy? All of you guessed that the sound was some sort of musical instrument, either a guitar, a ukulele, or an organ. And one of those answers is correct. So congratulations to Lauren, Allison, Nicholas, Sophia, Devin, and Siorian for correctly guessing a ukulele. And extra credit goes to Siorian for guessing the right chord as well. Yes, that was me playing my ukulele. Did you know that I have a ukulele at my house? Yes, music is one of my favorite things in life, and it sure can lift my mood when I'm feeling sad. And hey, while we're at it, I think it might be appropriate to play a little ditty for you now. So sit back and relax, because this song is for you. All of my loyal listeners and contributors in the Homebound for Adventure family. And I'll try not to tear up too much as I sing. Oh my listeners, my lovely listeners, it is time to say goodbye. It has been a fun adventure, but now summer break is nigh. And we're not homebound, we're not homebound, we're not homebound anymore. So choose your own adventure just beyond your front door. And with that, I think it's time for a little graduation speech. Because if you've made it to episode 10 of Homebound for Adventure, pat yourself on the back. Because today, you are graduating. Yes, friends, this is it. The time has come. The time is now. 
It's been quite the journey, if you ask me. Ten weeks of uncertainty and unknowns, and yet, here we are. On the other side of quarantine, and on the other side of yet another school year. And yes, I know this isn't how you wanted your school year to end. I know you probably never dreamed about learning O&M through a podcast during a global pandemic, but we made the most out of it, right? Through it all, we chose to stay connected and we chose to stay engaged. We learned, we laughed, and most importantly, we found each other. So keep on loving yourself and keep on loving your neighbor. Keep living, keep learning, and keep going. And no matter what, don't ever, ever give up on yourself. And congratulations again to each and every one of you. You made it, and now your summer break can officially begin. This is Tracy, signing off. I'll talk to you again on the flip side, where maybe one day being homebound will be a distant memory. Homebound for adventure. Oh wait, but if we're not homebound anymore, can we just change the name to Bound for Adventure? Okay, Bound for Adventure, where bound is spelled B-O-N. Oh wait, I guess it doesn't work like that. See? My whole brand is crumbling as we speak. Well, anyway, I gotta go take a nap. Keep it up, everyone, and have a great summer. To be humble, to be kind It is a giving of peace in your mind To a stranger, to a friend To give in such a way that has no end